hi! Welcome to 52 Self-Care Sundays. I'm your host, Bren, and this week on the podcast, it's week five, and we're going to be talking about self-compassion. So it's about the way we speak to ourselves in those moments where maybe we're disappointed in the way we've done something or not done something. How kind are we to ourselves? How much love and compassion do we show ourselves in those um, in those moments? So the conversation is um, with my friend Caroline, and she dialed in from Melbourne, Australia, where it's much nicer and sunnier. Well, maybe a bit too hot in her opinion, but uh, yeah. Uh, so here it is, and I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it rang for way less <laughs> time. Well, that's this. because I was staring at my phone. I was like, okay, yeah. this time when she calls, I'm going to pick up. So <laughs> be, I'll, be like, yeah. I'll be like the podcast ninja. You watch me go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> We've made it. We've made it to the call. And I'm so sorry. I've, I bumped the call from this morning and no, no, no. And I posted on Instagram that I'm, dealing with baby skin woes but um i appreciate you um fitting me in today as you potentially might be called into your business so thank yeah, you yeah for... that's totally okay it's um it's hard juggling different time zones when you're on other sides of the world like well there's like a four-hour window so yeah we're gonna do it then <laughs> Exactly. Otherwise, it's four in the morning, and that well, sometimes I am up at that time. So you know, you know what? So am I. It just all depends. There you go. Well, thank you um, for agreeing to be on this week, and I'm going to let you introduce. Um, well, I, I guess I should introduce you. This is my friend Caroline on the line with me. Um, she's in Melbourne, Australia, right now, which I'm so jealous of because. You know, if anyone in North America looks out the window, uh, they'll see exactly why I'm sad. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're getting the opposite on, on your end, though, right? Like 50 plus degrees, which is, I guess, a bit too much for me and my delicate yeah. skin. We had, um, oh gosh, it was like above 40 for a couple of weeks in a row here. And it was... Um, it was it was pretty brutal. You guys were posting lots of pictures of snow, and I was like, "Oh, that looks amazing! Like, I would totally <laughs> trade. I would trade in a second." Because this is the point where it's like it's hot, and I'm just uncomfortable, and you can't sleep. It's always easier to get warmer than to cool down. I find anyway for me. We did discuss that. It's true, but it's, it is a grass is always greener type situation because it's in the summertime. Last summer when there was heat waves and stuff, I was pregnant and going, "Oh my god, I can't handle the heat," and then I'm thinking now like oh I just I would give my right arm for a little bit of that sweaty <laughs> like humidity it's just so oh yeah and yeah. you wait until I move back like I'll be sitting on your couch complaining about how cold it is you'll be like yeah listen I just want yeah. to cast your mind back <laughs> do you remember <laughs> when I'll be like shut up <laughs> I don't want to talk about it say, like well you should just do a swap we you know Caroline can come here and she can live in the house and then we'll just go to her place and stay in Melbourne and like we'll just yeah we'll, we'll have to figure out a way that we can we can uh, just manage our, our seasonal preferences. <laughs> the oh, right in way. a perfect world, man, I tell you, in a perfect world. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Um, well, okay. So back to the topic at hand. This, yes. uh, this week, you, um, you know, I kind of gave you a, a carte blanche to choose um, a self-care topic that, that really works for you this week. So give me the backstory. We were talking about it a little bit before, but. Um, oh, yeah, uh, sure. So I was, um, yeah, it's, it's very hard when someone says to you, so you can talk about whatever you want. It's like, oh, okay, geez. All right. Um, <laughs> so things. I was kind of, I had like a list and everything. I was, I was taking it really seriously. Oh, yeah. um, I know. Well, then you're, see? You're see, there you go. We're just going to, this will be the first of many then. That's great. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, we'll wait till you see the list first, then you can decide. Um, so, yeah, I was chatting with, um, my daughter went back to school this week and she's in um, sixth grade this year. So my little baby is all grown up but I was chatting with um her best friend's mum and we were just talking about you know grade six and oh they've come so far and whatnot and one of the things I found myself chatting with her about was um how my daughter is very hard on herself um to the point where she'll get quite upset and she'll talk herself down and um you know in class she'll get very flustered and you know, I've chatted with her about it and tried to get to the bottom of it. And she's like, well, I just feel like I should know these things and I shouldn't be making mistakes because I'm not a stupid person and things like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, where does this come from? Like, this is, oh, you know, and it's, there's different things that like, I started to think back and it's like, has this happened before? And, you know, is it only in class? And the first incidents I can remember, she was probably six, I think. And I can remember, um, I was disappointed in something that she did. I think she told me a lie about something because you know how kids fib, right? Yeah. Um, and so I told her I was, you know, I said, Audrey, I'm so disappointed. You know, you don't need to, you know, you always tell the truth. You always be honest. Just, you know, that's a that's what you try to instill in your kids. Yeah. And um, she just flopped to the floor and her head was hanging down and she's like, stupid me, I'm so stupid. And, <gasps> and she was about to burst into tears. And I mean, you can imagine, right? That's heartbreaking. Oh Oh my gosh. On the spot, I heard my like heart shatter into a million pieces. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? I broke my baby. Like I broke my kid. What have I done? Um, And she was just berating herself. And, you know, after comforting her and consoling her and talking her off the, you know, emotional ledge, so to speak, um, you know, you, you turn to the questions of like, well, where does that come from? And why would she say that? And, you know, that's I sort of cast my mind back to that and it's the earliest incidents I could remember. So I was sitting there thinking, you know, where does this come from? Because this is a learned behaviour. Kids don't, you know, <clears throat> kids aren't going neg- to um, naturally be down on themselves and things. That seems to me to be a learned trait. So I was thinking, well, where does that come from? Because, you know, we don't speak that way to her. Um, you know, we're very supportive and very encouraging and I make a real point of doing that um, and I'll go into why a little bit later. But um, I realised that she'd actually learned it from me and when I say that, I don't mean I spoke to her that way, but it's how I speak to myself. Like, you know, you drop something out of the fridge, you're like, oh, well done, that was dumb, you know. What what are you doing? Come on, idiot, you know. And like, oh, my gosh, come on, get your shit together, you know, that kind of thing. And you don't realise but they hear everything. And so it was the way I was speaking to myself. Um, and that's a pretty awful realisation to have as a parent. It's like, oh, my God, like, because they copy everything and they mimic everything. And whether she truly believed that, I'm not sure about herself, but 
it was to the point where she was saying it to herself and you know yeah, I mean, she'd she'd yeah, she she's gone. This is how you know. This is how people are with themselves. This is this what you say when you do the wrong thing. Yeah, you you speak to yourself this way, and you tell yourself you've screwed up, and I mean, it was awful. Um, and you know, I mean, you want to model positive behavior for your kids, and that's that's in no way positive. Like that's that's the last thing I want her to be. You know, I want her <laughs> to be learning about how to speak to herself and build herself up and whatnot. Um, and there was. <sighs> There's a quote, um, I think it's by Margaret Thatcher, and this is like, I've heard it many, many times, but um, since sort of realising what was going on with my daughter and whatnot, it's something that I've actually stuck it on on the fridge and I'm just constantly reminding myself of it. Um, It's watch your your thoughts for they become words, watch your words for they become actions, watch your actions for they become habits, watch your habits for they become your character and watch your character for it becomes your destiny. What we think is what we become. And, yeah, it's, yeah it's really, it's one of those things where you look at it like, oh, in the fields, man, like it gets me right here. And uh-huh. it's, um, I think this is something most people struggle with. So, you know, when you're asking me what are we going to talk about, um, I think self-compassion, self-love, self-respect, call it what you want. But yeah. you can't have self-care without it and vice versa. They go hand in hand. So while they're really different to each other, I, I really honestly believe you need both to reach that, that place of balance we're all trying to find, I think, in terms of how we feel and how we fit in the world and, and that kind of thing. So that's what I came up with. <laughs> that's pretty deep, my friend. I think the, the, I mean, the, the term self-care has just so many, it's like a, there's just so many angles and that's definitely the the more I don't know the deeper version that that I would hope that I'm going to be looking into like it's it's so easy to kind of go oh yeah well this is I self-care I'm gonna have some treats like here's a chocolate bar I gotta care for my craving no yeah, I'm having like, a bubble bath yeah. yeah yeah it's more about I mean and those are nice things if like you're really you know that's that's the level of kind of care that you need but I think you're right is is your day-to-day stuff where you know the the little habits that you you have in your life that that just kind of bring you down just a notch here and there and and it wears you down to the point where you know you're not you're not giving yourself the best chance at like thriving and and self-talk is a huge one it's like I I can definitely relate in terms of you know, if you're not, not everybody's a perfectionist, but I think even just having mm-hmm. spoken to you um, for, about, you know, your business and all these different things that you're trying to achieve all at once, like I can t- tell that, you know, you, you have high expectations of what, um, you know, you see for yourself and what you want to be able to do. And you know that you're capable and all these things, but y- you put a lot of pressure on yourself to, to deliver on all fronts at all times. Oh, um yeah. <laughs> I don't, I definitely don't have as many things on the go as you do, but I certainly feel maybe a bit like how you were saying your daughter was sort of like, didn't want to answer the question in class or whatever, because she thought that she should know that she should know all about yeah. the thing right away. I feel like that's sort of my version of self-talk. It's like, you know, well, I, why would I be the one to speak up? Because I'm no expert. Like I have that you know, that whole imposter syndrome, sort of like, I don't know how I made it here because I don't know anything. Like, I feel that a lot of the time as opposed to, oh, you dude. know. No, yeah, that's I my actually, life. Like, 
Yeah, it's uh, how do we how how is that the comfortable state as opposed to like you know feeling feeling good and it, it all of a sudden oh. it just occurs a male female thing too because I know some I know some people well, actually not no it can't be because I do know some female friends that are very confident and they just kind of don't care they're just like you know what, I'm going to just, yeah, sure, I can do that. And like, you're like, you've never done that before, though. And they're like, yeah, but I'm sure I could figure it out. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> that to me is like, terrifying. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of how I, I, I'm very much in that vein. I'm sort of like, I mean, like, when we moved to Canada for the first time, you know, six years ago, I spent four days there visiting a friend, came home, announced to my husband at the time, hey, we're moving to Canada. And we left three months later with our 18 month old daughter. Like, just yeah. up and went, no problems. So it's kind of, I think there's an element of fake it till you make it as well. It's like if you, I don't know, I'm sure mine is some sort of deep-seated emotional issue, this whole caution into the wind kind of thing, but it's like, I think, I um, you know, I stick your head in the sand, you've got no idea what's going on, everything's great. Um, but I think, like, it's also... I don't know, there's people that are bold and there's people who are a little, you know, more conservative. That's just personality, right? But I also think, like you were saying, you know, so where does it come from? Why is that the comfortable... Oh, why is that the comfortable state? And I think it's... um, I think it's a learned thing. I really do. And just like the way my daughter was talking to herself and the way that, um, you know, it's a combination of the way women are questioned in a different way in the workplace, the way women are, I mean, you and I were talking recently about um, investing, um, getting venture capital for startups and things, and the women are asked different questions. There's a really good TED Talk if anyone's listening on that. Um, yeah. You should definitely check it out. It's amazing. Um, but you know, women are treated differently on all fronts. And if that starts to happen, it does skew your view, I think, in terms of um, how you perceive yourself. And it's very hard to, like, you're, you're fighting against the grain. And it's, um, you know, and that goes with everything. Like, I mean, I've got a, I'm, I've got my daughter and whatnot. And, you know, everything is questioned from the minute your kid is born. You know, you have my mom and her grandmother saying, well, you're sure that's the right way to do it? Is this, is it? It's like, well, I've got no idea. I'm just doing it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I haven't broken her yet. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's everything. I forget so, like, how, you know, in in times where you need support, like, the questioning and, like, the well-meaning, you know, did you think of this? Did you think of that? turns into well you obviously think I haven't thought of these things so therefore you know I'm coming across as someone who's not informed herself and my decisions aren't well you know like they're not substantiated they're not based on anything like I'm just obviously walking around looking like I don't know what I'm doing so maybe I you know yeah you're right it's a it's a funny thing but those women who are trying to kind of like point things out all out of a good place you know, they probably were receiving exactly the same treatment and then it's just kind of a pay it forward, if you will. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, like this vicious cycle and it's so hard to break out of because I think, like, we, as women, we are very hard on ourselves. There's a lot of um, pressure to do it all because a lot of the times we're the primary caregiver at home and we often have a job as well and, you know, you have to manage your household. You've got to manage the social aspect of your family. You've got to, you know, I mean, there's a lot of balls in the air and it's like 
you know, I mean, that's a whole talk in itself, but it's, yeah. look, you, you can't be Wonder Woman, you know, it's, uh, what ends up happening is like you, we just don't, we don't have the, I don't know, we, cause yeah, we do know, we do know that we can't do it all. And like, it's all very, yeah, obviously you can't, but then why, why when you have managed to do all you wanted to do this week like why is there still that nagging like oh yeah I mean the hardest thing I had to sort of come to terms with I think was um like neglecting yourself isn't something to be proud of like putting everything in everyone else above your own physical mental emotional health it's actually a sign of well, it's a sign of many things, but one of the things it's a sign of is that low self-esteem and that lack of self-compassion that we're sort of, you know, talking about. Um, and I, like, there's, you know, it's not, there's nothing noble about it. Like, it's, it's actually really bad for you and it's really bad for the people around you. Um, and I have a tendency personally to, um, I like to bury myself in work and responsibilities. Um, and yeah, you're like, uh-huh, I know. I like, yeah. <laughs> And that like true. that's very astute observation of yourself. Oh, I yeah. know what I'm doing. I just can't stop. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like without fail, it wreaks havoc on me and and the people around me. But for myself, most of all, like emotionally and and with my health. I mean, I deal with a chronic um, autoimmune uh, illness, and it's um, my doctors are forever at me to. Um, you know, slow down, take it easy, listen to, listen to your body. Oh my gosh. It's like this mantra in my head from my doctors. And, um, I I do listen to my body. I just often choose to ignore it, which is very bad and not healthy at all. But, um, a lot of it, yeah, it's often a big part of it for me stems from this whole self esteem, self respect kind of place. Like I constantly feel like I have to, um, I don't know who I'm trying to prove something to. I've got no idea. Um, much already you've got your business up and running you got a, an amazing kid you're like ready to move across the world again and all of the you know like there's so much you've clearly on paper and knowing you as a person like from the outside perspective I'm like oh she's got all her shit together like and and great plans for future stuff like you know it's 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 not hard to be like in awe of all the things that you managed to do and then it's so it's so odd that in ourselves we're going oh god like why didn't I manage to do more and how come it can't be done the way that I thought it was gonna you know like the fact that the fact that those two things like the perception other people must have of you that I know like being one of the people that is looking at at you from the outside being like wow it's all together and you're going oh you know it's a self-esteem thing I'm like what I would never you would never notice that from from make it till you make it girl that's what it's all about um well no it's true right you give off the air of um like hey I got this I know what I'm doing I got no idea what I'm doing like I'm starting up a um I'm doing I'm doing a startup and it's in an area that you know I mean I've never done something like this before and I'm just kind of winging it and I have to take the lead on the project as well which we've talked about and it's um like okay well we'll just see where it goes like but at the same time I kind of I thrive on that kind of thing, but it's also, yeah, it's also kind of like, well, I, yeah, I, I've got no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, I just last night I was talking with um, my ex-husband 
which is weird. We have more deep and meaningfuls now than we ever did when we were married. But again, <laughs> that's another topic. But I said to him, I was like, I just don't know if I'm the right person to do this. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, you've got to convince people like your investors and st- VC people and whatnot that you're like, hey, I'm the person to make this happen. Like I've got this great idea and you should totally let me do this. Give me money. Um, and it's, he's like, why wouldn't you be? And I'm like, well, I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I've done blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, but you're missing the big picture. And he was trying to explain it to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so not convinced. And he's like, oh God, you have to stop doing this. Like if you don't believe it, no one else will. And most of the time, I think like most people, most of the time it's like, no, I'm sweet. I know my, I know where I'm at. I've got, I know my jam. I'm all good. I know what I'm doing. But there's those days where everyone has them. I think you get up and you're like, yeah, I don't know. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? And my last time that happened to me, <laughs> talk me off the ledge and then send me send me something to be like, hey, guess what? Like you're fine. And yeah, no, I <laughs> Oh yeah. And everyone needs those friends. You need those people that'll pick you up and be like, hey, snap out of it. Like stop being stupid. Come on. Like you know that, you know, you've got it together. And if you haven't, you'll figure out a way because you're awesome enough to do that. And yeah. it's um it's yeah, but I think it's it's great to have that, but you need to find those inner, um, I don't want to say coping skills because it sounds like we're turning into therapy, but you need to find those, um, those words and that trigger inside yourself where you're like, okay, how do I stop myself getting to that point? And how do I, um, like, what do I do if I get there? How do I switch it off? Where do I turn myself around? And it's like, for me, it was, um, like I, the big thing obviously was trying to change the way I talk to myself and it's, um, it's really, um, uh, how do I put it? it? It's a hard thing to do is to actually stop yourself when you're, um, you know, yeah. you can feel you're about to react a certain way and you're like, wait, hang on, no, take a breath. And how can I reframe this? How can I, you know, and it's, it's hard because a lot of the time I'll, Sometimes I can do it. Other days it's just been a hell of a day. And um, I think part of it, like it's not easy to do. And I think being okay with knowing that it's not something you can pull off every day. Like some days you don't have the time or some days it's just a bad day or, you know, like if it's been a really bad day, I'll try to sit down at the end of it and I'll be like, okay, let's just assess and let's, you know, think about what happened and how do I reframe it, rebuild it, go from here. How do I fix it and let it go? Um, but no, yeah. Or what? Yeah. Yeah. But allowing yourself those failures, I think, and the, like, you know what, I was really awful to myself yesterday and I let myself do it. Letting yourself, allowing yourself to make those mistakes. It's actually, that's practicing self-compassion right there. And it's okay. Try again tomorrow, you know, see how you go. But, um, you know, berating myself for berating myself just continues to, you know, this is a never ending you can do better what is wrong with you come on like oh god like I feel even worse (laughs) well what do you think then okay so let's let's I think the problem is 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 definitely one that like I can relate to and but what are some good what are some good things to do to implement this week as like a, a form of self is it like um I, I didn't know if that was going to be a separate topic, but like affirmations, like things where you're, you build it's your. It's funny you say that. It's, yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause um, back to my daughter who I was mentioning before and how she does that to, you know, she has a mm-hmm. tendency to beat herself up. Um, 
it's really lame. Um, what well, sounds really lame, but it works really well for her. Um, we have what we do on the way home is we talk about, um, you know, how was your day? You know, because every day I walk home from school with my daughter, that's our thing. It's our time where it's there's no other distraction. She doesn't have her iPad out. Oh my god, um, you know, and I actually have her full attention. Oh, tell me about it. So we actually have this, you know, really lovely talk for 20 minutes. And so I ask how her day was, how did it go? And then I always, what did you do? You know, who did you hang out with? And then I say, what were you proud of today? What did you do that you were proud of? And she says, oh, you know, well, when we were doing maths, I worked on this, you know, I was, we were doing bod maths and I actually did it without asking help for the teacher and I felt really good about it or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, well, that's awesome. And I'm like, so what do you feel you were a bit dis-? And then the next question is usually what do you feel you were disappointed in and you would like to have another go at tomorrow? And so we try to acknowledge that she had um, – you know, what she perceived as a quote failure, but Mm -hmm. yeah, or a challenge. It's a good way to put it too. Um, And, you know, okay, so how are you going to tackle it? What are you going to do? Like, don't let it drag you down. Let's yeah, face up to it. And how do you build on it from there? And it might be something as simple as, well, I'm going to ask the teacher when we do it tomorrow to come over and explain it to me. Or, you know, I feel a bit better about a bit better about it today after having tried, you know, worked on Mm -hmm. it so long so tomorrow might be better you know whatever it is but she um that's worked really well and the other thing she does is she'll um she when she's brushing her teeth and her hair and things because she gets ready in the bathroom um you know she stops and I sort of um I would say to her um, when she goes to bed at night for the longest time, I was like, good night, you know, Audrey, I love you. You are kind, you are important and you are special. And I would say that to her. And she was like, oh, thanks, mum. You know, and one day I was walking past the bathroom and she was brushing her hair and she put it down and she looked at herself. She goes, Audrey, you are kind, you are important and you are special. And she does it. I know, but she does it every day when she's getting herself ready. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you found that within you herself because yeah. you know it's all you want for your kids and Audrey is like I mean everyone thinks their kids are awesome but Audrey is like walks to the beat of her own drum like and I love that about her and I hope she never changes but the fact that she was able to um she's very introverted she's very different to me but um you know she's naturally not a super outwardly confident kid so I always kind of worry because that's so different to me I'm like well I get my confidence my energy from everyone else like she has to get it from herself and so um beautiful that she she has the had the you know put those two things together and say you know these are nice things that my mom thinks of me and like I'm reminding myself of this and absolutely and what we started doing was um so on the walk home, she'll say, so, mum, what did you do that you were proud of today? And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So we have a conversation about that. And even though I'm only talking to, like, my 11-year-old daughter, um, almost 12, it's, you know, it's nice to be able to verbalise it out loud and then be like, actually, you know what? No, I did kick a bit of ass today. That's awesome. Okay, good. Like, yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I may have been feeling really crappy about my day or, like, man, I have a million things I didn't get done. And that's the tendency to focus on that. It's like, dude, you're so far behind. Like, make use of your time properly and blah, 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 and go back to that berating mentality. But to actually pause and have a look at it and say, huh, okay, 
this is, I, I did this today. And especially when like you're home with kids and things and, you know, like we talked about before, you've spent five hours every day making sure, you know, your little guy isn't scratching his scalp off. So it's like, you know, it's like, well, that's all I've done. That was my life. <laughs> that was my day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well then, so then I guess I'm trying to think of like how, how, I'm going to do this. Am it, is it affirmations or I can have when f- my husband gets home from work, I can do a bit of a version of what you and Audrey do on the way home from school is to say, you know, what were you proud of today or what was a good, a good thing that you did today? And then what were something that was a bit more challenging, but could, you know, work at reframing it a bit later or, bit, or next time tomorrow. Well, and that's I think the for, thing. yeah, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, sharing in it with someone as well, it's a nice way for someone else to be like, actually, yeah, that's really good you got that done. And you're like, yeah, it is. Thanks. Like, I needed a pat on the back from someone as well. Like, I needed someone to say, that's really good that you did that because it's, I mean, everyone likes, I mean, not everyone, some people do okay without it, but again, I'm not one of them. Um, I do really well with that, like, hey, good for you. Like, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, yeah, I'm proud too. Thanks. Like, it's nice thing like it's a more of a uh, if it's if we all feel sort of impostery it's like well is it a big deal that I did this today like maybe I'm making you know having external external sort of a validation of like yeah you that really was a good thing and and I sort of work our way up to you know what I don't need I don't need you to acknowledge but like on my way of, of learning how to be kinder to myself I might need the extra little you know hey that was a good thank you for doing this because like, I'll go and recount my day to Phil and then I sort of kind of hear myself and I'm like none of this is really that exciting <laughs> like I get really <laughs> this happened and then Ro had a nap and it was almost two hours which is amazing and he went you know and it's like it's, number one not my accomplishment like, my child is the one doing the sleeping so we should be giving him a <laughs> you know those types of things and then I'm like that was like that was super lame but you know there are challenges that I'm like trying to meet and and do a good job of this whole parenting thing and like I think anyone who spends more than like an hour at a time with a kid knows like it is it is a bit of a marathon like you're you're tired and you're trying to kind of maintain a level of like attention and like enthusiasm throughout the day for different activities and stuff and so it does feel like by the end of the day like if I'm you know I made it through and like he didn't he didn't have this happen and then he had great naps and then we did these things and like he he rolled over and you know those feel like accomplishments because you know we managed to do those things together and whatever so maybe that's that's all relative though like it may not be a big deal or you may not think it's a big deal but it's like, I mean, you know, I mean, Ro wasn't sleeping for the longest time. Like, I remember you telling me you're like, you were, that's what one of our phone calls were about. You're like, he's not sleeping. I don't know what to do. And it's, you know, the fact that he's able to, you know, you, I got him down for a nap and this happened. I was actually able to fold a basket of laundry. Like, that's no, that's no small accomplishment. That's a big deal when your life has been so the opposite. Yeah, I emptied a suitcase from our trip earlier, like, like, we went away up north last weekend, and I emptied the suitcase today. And I've, I've called a bunch of clothing that I'm going to that, because of Mary Kondo on Netflix, uh, 
I I don't feel joy when I see this clo- this <laughs> particular part oh. of Oh, we could do one about minimalism and self-care. There's another one down the road. I'm with you on that. I want to do one per of her. Her She's got like five different categories for tidying. And I know everyone's yeah. kind of on Mary Kondo. And I read her book a little while ago or a couple of years actually now and never acted on it. But like it was a good visual reminder to watch the series being like, uh, yeah, I have a bunch of stuff that like it's just making my life more stressful. Um, but yeah, that was something today that I was like, I, I just, you know, I'm just going to do that one little thing on during the 30 minute little power naps that Ro was having. I'm going to just get the suitcase emptied because like these days they could just it could have just stayed in my room completely unpacked, like or completely packed and never being unpacked because it's just it's the last thing you want to do. But that was my that was my self care for my for like my self-care act today was a gift to myself of like empty this bloody suitcase. <laughs> no, and, and like, sometimes that's, that's it. Yeah. Like that, it doesn't have to be a, you know, a bubble bath or a manicure or cause I mean, life, life gets in the way, right? Like it's sometimes it's, uh, it's easier to do like, like you said, that was very much your act of self-care. It's like, you know what? It's me achieving something and I feel good about that. So that is still self-care. You don't have to yeah. lay in the bubble bath and read a book with candles for, you know, an hour. As lovely as that would be, I can't remember the last time I actually <laughs> had the space to do well, that. that my, first week, my first week was bedtime routines and I really set my bar pretty high and it involved a bath every night. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it was very stressful to try and fit the bath in. So, like, I've now... <laughs> it was making it worse. <laughs> well, yeah, like as soon as Ro went down, I was like, I better get in that bath or it's not happening. And then it's just like this long process. I have to write, I'm going to be, I, I think instead of doing like recap um, episodes, I'm going to just write, um, write a post and then I'll put it up somewhere like a blog type thing where I'm just going to recap like how I actually, and I'm going to have to use a lot of self-compassion for this because I, I feel like I've, I've, I've done the things I said I was going to do. However, have I maintained any of them? Maybe like a, f- like a, f- a small percentage of what I should be. Like I'm not 100% doing a bedtime. I'm not 100% with my passion project or my meal prep or all these things. But like I'm taking little bits every week and I think they're sort of showing up more frequently than they were before. I don't know, but I'll have to do an assessment. But so this week... um. Ro just got up from a nap, Phil's downstairs with them. So I'm going to head down and check out how they're doing. But what I wanted to do is, in summary, (laughs) this week, what I'm going to be able to do is I'm going to try to um, be compassionate with myself and notice when I'm starting to go, ugh, like, why can't you fix your baby's skin problem? And why can't you get more stuff down around the house and why is there a giant pile of laundry in your guest room um that's been there for weeks like all of those little things that I know that I I kind of I'm like oh no it's not a big deal I don't care I do care about it I know I do I walk around the house and I'm like ugh, I just wish that like all of this I don't know where I should put all this stuff for like yeah I feel like I am pretty hard on myself in my mind about all the things that I'm just failing to accomplish by the end of the day so yeah okay. well I mean at the like at the end of the day like self-care like you know when everyone thinks of self-care that's about 
taking the time to feel good in your skin. Self-care is great. I mean, we should all be trying to find time to do those things that make us feel good and slow down, whether it's like that bubble bath or the reading or the manicure or working out in the garden, like whatever it is. Um, But that self-love and self-compassion is about finding the gratitude and acceptance towards yourself and, um, you know, that's where you, we find our confidence and that's, that's at the root of everything where we accept our flaws and who we are and what we've got done and what we haven't gotten done. And that's accepting yourself and giving yourself a break without an apology. I think that's, yeah, kind of the, the heart of it all. That's what it's all about, I think. Oh, well, on that very well put note, um, thank you so much for um, for coming on and sharing. And um, you're going to have to send me that list of other topics because you're definitely coming <laughs> back. We can do that. All right. Well, I hope you have a good night and give Ro and Phil a cuddle for me. I will. And hi to Audrey. And I hope everything goes well with work and stuff this week and it's not too crazy. Oh, someone just called in sick. Don't even get me started. I'm going to go now and cry for a little while and not berate myself and reframe it and be positive. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, all right? Thanks so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that you find ways to be a little kinder to yourself this week. Um, I will catch you next Sunday. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Bye.